guys, I'm Marissa and I'm a happy-go-lucky ray of freaking sunshine. And this is my podcast, Sun Happens. I'm just a gal who fell in love with positivity and personal growth. Even more than that, I'm committed to becoming the best version of myself and empowering others to do the same. Join me every other Monday and let me help you shine a little brighter. Remember, sun happens. When you can't find it, create it. Good morning. Um, Well, I guess I'm assuming you guys are listening to this in the morning. It's morning for me. It is currently um, Saturday, April 25th. Uh, This is going to be the next episode that airs on Monday the 27th. Um, I know I'm a little bit behind the game uh, on recording, but I, I got that new position at work, and so I've been really, really behind on everything, right, because I've been so busy, but um, so I was kind of hanging out this morning, and I'm thinking, what do I want to portray in my next podcast episode? What has really hit me lately? What has COVID-19 taught me? What am I learning um, in this time? What have I been learning for a while that I really, really, really um, want to get across, and um, and th- this song that comes to my mind, right, is Jesus walks with me, with me. Actually, I'm about to look it up because if if an episode of Sun Happens podcast doesn't have some music on, then like, what am I doing, right? Who am I? Um, so yeah, if you guys are new here, this is Sun Happens podcast. Um, where it's all about learning how to create your own sunshine. It's about personal growth. It's about um, community, right? It's about learning to uh, be grateful for life and and how to be our best selves. So that's what we do here. Um, I'm looking up this song right now Um, and then we'll jump right into the episode. I think this is it. I don't want you guys to hear the ad. So, um, yeah, I thought my, my title was pretty witty. Jesus walked. (laughs) Um, but really it's, it's about learning how to pace yourself and, and how to follow the perfect model, right? Jesus was the perfect model. What? Uh, let's go. Okay. What's going on? I just left the chorus. All right, that's enough of that. Um, But that's what kept coming to my mind, right? And some of this, this has been something that I'm learning. Um, I've been learning for a long time, over the past year even. But with coronavirus and and with the community and with the devotionals that we've been doing and and even just the time that I've spent in my my prayer closet, um, this theme keeps circling back to me. it really freaking does. So we're going to talk about that today. So what? Um, Jesus walked, right? It's learning to move at a healthy pace. Um, it's following the perfect model, which is Jesus. And why? Um, because I think that we, we're burning ourselves out. Like we live in a world that's like, go, 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 go. And if you're not always going, then you're not accomplishing anything. And if you're not accomplishing anything, then who are you? Um, and it teaches us that we are what we achieve rather than the identity that we have in Christ. And I really struggle a lot with that. So 
Um, yeah, so we did a, a devotional last night, which really is kind of what got me thinking about this today again in the first place. Um, so I kind of want to go back to the devotional and I want to read um, that like initial devo to you because it was so good. The devotional is called, it's on the um, Bible app, but it's called Finding God in the Change, Fight Fear, Failure, and Fatigue. So here's the devotional. My family loves cars. Back in the day, my mom had an F-250 called Bonnie Blue. I love that name. (laughs) And if you were 5'7", you needed a step stool to get into the passenger seat. A shiny Mustang GT was my brother's choice, with the muffler so loud you could hear him from a few streets over, and I had an Acura 2.5 TL with two Kicker 12s and an Alpine amp so you could also hear me from a mile away. Pause. Am I the only one who doesn't know that much about cars? Because I'm like, cool, sounds like any other car. (laughs) Anyways, um, so it says, don't tell anyone, but in certain parts of the South, kids learn to drive in open fields when they are, but we little tweens in my family specifically learning on a stick shift first was a requirement because obviously if you can't rev an engine and threaten to drag the person next to you at stoplights, what is the actual point in driving? I discovered the hard way after blowing up an engine transmission and hydraulic center on my car that if you don't shift at the right time, you'll either stall out lose momentum, or send that sweet ride to an early grave. Still, no matter how tired we got of changing gears, a manual car will always require us to shift. Life is the same way, and as the wise old sage Heraclitus said, the only thing constant is change. Transition is a way of life, and if we don't get great at shifting, we risk not gaining speed getting paralyzed in our purpose, or killing ourselves with worry, anxiety, fear, and fatigue. Raise your hand if you relate to that. Uh, Me. Okay, so here's what I've discovered in nearly every transition. I'm always surprised, almost always. It goes something like this. Life is moving along, and bam, a gain, a loss, a betrayal, a necessary decision, and even though I've made thousands of transitions in my life, I am shocked. Like, what the heck is happening here? Are you for real right now? Another transition? Every time. Even the good ones catch me off guard. You know, get married, find out how selfish you are. Try or start to grow a family and observe out how angry you are. Accomplish a dream and discover how much responsibility you have. Does anyone else have to remind themselves that these are the annoying problems that we actually prayed for? (laughs) I think in the digital information age we are living in right now, our pace is often faster than our capacity. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. I'm going to repeat that. I think in the digital information age we are living in right now, our pace is often faster than our capacity. And in the process of change, it's easy to let our lives become unsustainable and unmanageable. We need to slow down and reflect in order to prepare for our next step. But it's like shifting into third gear when we're already traveling in fifth. I don't drive stick shifts, so I don't really know what that means, but I I feel like I have a good feel for it. Anyways, our souls adopt the same cultural stress as we find ourselves running at breakneck speeds when all of a sudden, surprise, a change comes that triggers anxiety, fear, panic and paralysis. We can feel confused and disoriented and wonder, God, where are you? Pause. Uh, yeah, like a global pandemic that puts us all on our like backs. Well, 
Before we blow up an engine, let's discover together how to transform our perspective so that we can live well as we transition. We can shift our minds to allow the process to be our focus in transition instead of just the outcomes, because how we get from here to there matters as much, if not more than getting there. Friend, I live in perpetual transition and it gets on my last good nerve, but perhaps there's blessing for us in the messy middle. Over the next seven days, I'd love to share what I'm learning from the middle of transition, hoping that it will bless you and help you find God wherever you are right now. Wow, that's so good. Okay, so then it comes up with the practice. So it says practice. Set an alarm for five minutes. Put your phone in airplane mode and sit uninterrupted for the full time. So uninterrupted for five minutes. No music, no sounds, no distractions. Sometimes it's like a lot tougher to to actually do than I think to think about. Take a deep breath and focus on the inhale and the exhale. As you still your body and mind, and without any judgment or criticism, think about what you need during this transition. What do you need from God? What do you need from yourself? And what do you need from others? Okay. So what I'm going to urge you guys to do, if you're listening to this, we're about eight, nine minutes in, is to stop what you're doing, pause the podcast, set your alarm for five minutes. I want you to do it right now. Don't be freaked out. Don't make it weird. Cause if you're anything like me, um, being in complete silence or stillness is really, really hard. It's okay. Um, you read, or you heard it right. So without any judgment or any criticism and just with curiosity and being kind to yourself, really do this. So pause, like pause it right now and set your alarm for five minutes and just sit in the stillness, focus on your breathing and focus on, I guess, what you think God is trying to say to you and what you need during this time. Okay. I'll give you a second. Okay. Hopefully you paused me and now you came back because I gave you like four seconds, but, um, that's why we have pause buttons. Okay. Um, so yeah, you know, I read that and I took my five minutes. I did this with my Bible study last night or my small group, I should say. And I took the five minutes and I had a couple of things just keep coming to mind. And it's not the, the first time I've had these thoughts, right? The one is I always go back to the Israelites and who God is and what he's done for them and running back to things of the world. And, um, so that's what I'm constantly hearing is don't be like the Israelites. Don't be like the Israelites. Like we're a lot more similar to, um, to the Israelites, I think, than we like to admit. Um, I think we're like, oh, (laughs) we would never do that. Um, and, and regardless of what it is and what lesson it is that you're learning, um, have you ever just had to learn a lesson over and over and over again? And it's like, why every time do I learn this lesson? Do I run back to the thing that put me in this like, like circumstance in the first place? And so I'm constantly hearing from God, like, remember me, remember me, remember the lessons that I've taught you. And so as I'm going through this COVID-19 situation, that's what I'm feeling is like, I need from God, from myself, from 
other people a reminder of who God is and why what I'm learning is so important. Why what we're all learning during Corona is so important. Um, and so obviously we're talking about a healthy pace and, and moving in stride rather than moving at a constant sprint, right? Culture says like, you have to be on the go all the time. If you don't have seven different businesses and you aren't achieving and making millions, or if you're not famous on TikTok, um, then you're not making an impact. Um, and I, I even have fallen to that, you know, I, TikTok came and I'm like, I want to be famous on TikTok. Um, Instagram, I'm constantly trying to get new follower followers. Like I'm constantly looking at the number of people that follow, follow me. Um, when in reality, right. God has already taught me that lesson. Um, which was what if we all just influenced our sphere of people? Like what if I had a core 15 people and these are my 15 people and my sole job on this planet was to impact those 15 people, but those 15 people, each of them impacted 15 people. And then each of their 15 people impacted him at 15 people, right? It's like the, um, direct marketing or direct sales or multi-level marketing. That's the exact, um, you know, scope that they're going by is if I can impact this many people, then they'll do this many people. And that's how you make massive impact. Um, not by trying to do all of the work yourself, but by trying to make impact in your sphere of control. So these are all lessons I've learned. It's like focus on your sphere, focus on your circle and make impact there. Stop trying to become this famous person and known by the whole world, but you're not even making impact with your family and your closest friends. Um, so that, um, but so much of me not moving at a healthy pace stems from that pressure to be more, um, and do more and want this wild success. And, um, so yeah, I think COVID-19, you know, kind of going back to that has really, it's forced us to slow down. Like I have still been working. Um, I work for the government, so I'm considered essential. I've still been working. So I have that part, but Marissa a month ago or two months ago when, before this started was, you know, she would work all day. She would coach volleyball at night. She would have kickball at night. She would have Bible study. So most of the week, like I would work all day and then I would have something to do at night. And then I would have stuff planned on the weekends. Um, and I did not realize how much pressure I felt and how much anxiety that gave me until COVID-19 was like, Oh, um, Hey, we're not going out anymore and we're not doing things. And I can't tell you how healthy it has been for me to stay home during the week, like Monday through Friday. And Pat and I, um, have actually gotten into a nice routine. Pat's my husband, by the way, where we work during the day. We come home around five or six o'clock. We go out, we run a mile. We're constantly trying to get a better time on our mile. Um, after we run the mile, we come back, we grab the dogs. We take them for one walk around the block. After we take the dogs for a walk, we come inside, we eat, eat dinner, and then we put on our TV show and we relax. And then we're in bed by 9 PM. You guys, I'm getting more sleep. I am eating better. I am staying active. You guys, my mile the other day I got 752 
like I started at like a 13 minute mile 752 was my mile um and so I was so distracted by every little thing that I was doing and that I was planning and that I felt pressure and anxiety to do that I was missing out on like these little pleasures like this time with my husband has been so amazing um taking care of my body right um eating better uh just all of it and so these are the lessons that I'm learning that like it makes me sad like when things start to go back to normal because I'm so scared that I won't remember those lessons and it's like Marissa just remember God remember what he's taught you healthy pace get into your routine you don't constantly have to be going and I know that I'm not the only person who struggles with this um and for different reasons I'm sure because we're all different and we all have individual personalities but at the end of the day uh what culture says is typically what goes and I just I don't want to go by the world anymore um I want to do what God wants and go at God's pace um so some of those things are are just the things that I've learned but yeah you know um Pastor Mike Todd of I don't remember what his his church is called but Pastor Mike Todd he's really famous you can look him up on Instagram <clears throat> has an entire series called Jesus Walks and that's where I first heard this about a year ago about Jesus never ran <laughs> like he walked from place to place to place he didn't have music to distract him or all this stuff going on like he was in stillness a lot he still took time to meditate did he he impacted his sphere of people right he had his 12 disciples um but because he impacted those 12 disciples the entire world knows about him he didn't have social media he didn't have all he had was himself all he had was what he wanted god um you know, God's teachings. And he, and he took 12 people and he said, here's what you need to go out to the world. Here's what we need to do. And he discipled them and they went out to the world and they sent this message. And millions of years later, people are still talking about Jesus. Um, anyways. And so I think that I'm going to just say this over and over again. Jesus is the perfect model. And I have to remind myself of that. And sometimes I think when we move at a really, really fast pace, um, it's almost like a distrust in God. Like I'm not trusting God to take care of where I need to be or the output of my achievements or whatever. So I'm just going to do a million things at once. However, I want to do them and it's going to be awesome. And yeah. And so it's almost a lack of faith. And, um, I'm saying that as like a a confession right now, because I'm constantly trying to make my own way and do my own thing, not trusting that God's got this. Like if we look back to King, was it King David or was it Daniel? I think it was David. Yeah. David and Goliath. David was appointed to every position he ever got. All David did was go back to his, his sheep and he was the shepherd. And when something important happened before he ever became King, he was appointed to every position. He was appointed to, um, taking Goliath down with the stone. He was appointed to work in the King's palace. He was appointed to the King. He never had to ask. He never had to strive. He never had to do anything, but work hard and do the task that God has set before him. And that just strikes a chord with me so much. And 
All he did was work hard and trust God. He labored and he trusted. And I think we forget that. I think we forget that God is in control. Um, and so I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up. I think 20 minutes is, is good for an episode, um, as far as attention span, but I was reading my Bible the other day. I was in Proverbs. I don't remember the exact verse. I think it was in Proverbs 20, 2013, maybe. I don't know. I'll, I'll go look. Um, but it said, how can a man know his way if God plans his steps? And that was like, whoa, for me, because I have all of these plans. I have all of these things I want to do. I have all of these things I want to become. I'm so terrified that I'm going to die early and never become the person that I was meant to be. Um, and God's looking at me and he's like, Marissa, hello, (laughs) you there? Um, and I'm like, what God, like I'm busy. I have to do these things. I have to become who I'm supposed to be. And, and God's like, Marissa, how, how can you plan your way when I'm determining your steps? Like when I'm the one who's got your plan in my hands, um, how can you do that? How do you even know the direction you're going? How, how do you know your way if I'm planning the steps? And so we have to let go of the, my way, my way, my way, my, my pace, um, gotta go all the time mentality and say, God, I trust you. I trust that you are planning my steps. I trust that, um, whatever happens is, is what you wanted to happen. And I will make maximum impact by following what you have for me, God, and that's it. And being able to impact my sphere of influence, just like Jesus did with his disciples, is what is going to make massive impact. Um, and I think that is so cool. And honestly, I think that this whole podcast episode was a big reminder to me, you guys. Um, but don't forget, right? Like this is one thing we're really learning um, through COVID-19 is how to move at a healthy pace, how to eliminate the distractions, how to understand what God wants for you. Um, what do you need in this? And like, what are you learning? How can you better yourself? How can you, how can you grow from this? And then after like, remember, remember the lessons God taught you, remember them, tell your children. So your children can tell your children's children. Um, we make the world a better place by starting with us and then like transferring that to our immediate sphere of influence. So, um, I hope that was a good episode for you today. I'm really feeling it. I love you guys. Um, if you want to like share us, whatever on social media, feel free to do so. I've been really bad on social media recently, um, because of this COVID-19 stuff. And it feels amazing to not have to be posting and whatnot all the time. So, um, I love you guys. I, I hope that this resonated with you. If you have any questions, um, I hope, you know, you can reach out to me anytime on my Facebook or, um, Instagram, wherever it's uh, sun happens podcast. All right. Have a good one and enjoy the two weeks until our next episode. Bye.